So and we're this, back. This week, no, no, time out. So, Chaz, just so you know, this weekend, Scott gets to the wedding, and I, obviously I'm doing other shit, and he's telling everybody, like, his fucking lock of the night. And what was it? What Texas was, A&M. Was Texas A&M I, lock. He got, like, got everyone every, I think, there. I think there's probably 10. $2,500 to $3,000 worth of bets, yeah, on, of Texas bets on Texas A&M. Thank that, God they lost, and everyone was too drunk to yeah. realize. But I'm, like, walking around, and everyone's like, fucking Scott's picks are <laughs> fucking shit, man. And I'm like, what is going on? And I see Scott, and Scott comes around, they're all hating on him. He's like, I told him Texas A&M was a fucking lock. And they're all just yelling at him. It was so funny. Uh, so bad. Uh, I fucked. Not good. Not good. Unfortunately, we are back to another episode <laughs> of the Picard Pick 6 podcast because I stink. I'm terrible. Yeah, the, the numbers went, don't lie. I went 2-4 and four in college and 0-3 oh in the NFL. You, on the other hand, carried us because you went 4-2 and 1-2, yeah. and, and and so a winning day. Yeah, I mean, overall, it wasn't wasn't a great weekend for the podcast, but I'll definitely take the victories on on my end. I've definitely had some pretty poor performances in the past, but like always, we're going to rebound. And uh, you know, the it's another week. the The Vegas books are pretty dialed right now, yeah. and the numbers are tight, and it's just trying to find those advantages. And and yep. it's it's tough late late in the year. Now that I think COVID's starting to spread a little bit more, but on top of that, the injuries are are hitting teams and. I think you're starting to see, and I think I think you see it more in college game. I think you're seeing a lot of teams that are kind of just like, ah, oh, well, we're not making a bowl, like whatever. Yeah. They just kind of well, roll out of bed and, and see what they got. Here's the thing: Houston, I over 39. They scored 10 points in the first half, and they had the ball. They intercepted like a minute to go, and they just kneeled the ball. They're at the four yard line. They needed that, kneeled it out. The other part was they literally should have had a touchdown. The refs called it incomplete. And they couldn't overturn it. And then they didn't even go for a field goal at the end of the half. That would have covered. The other one is, let me explain to you this. There's one team had 290 yards of total offense and two turnovers. Another team had 320 yards and four turnovers. And they both were in the, the red zone the same amount of times. What do you think the difference in that game would be? I'm going to guess the difference is the team you bet on did not win. <laughs> it, you say like they're both in the red zone. Probably 7, 10 yeah. maybe different. One point, one possession game. The team that had more twice as many turnovers won 31 to 7. South Alabama went for it on fourth down like three times in their own red zone and came up with no points. They had seven points the entire game. They also gave up. It was on bad beats. Scott Van Pelt did a three-minute segment for how bad of a beat this was. So I would like to say that I was on the right side on two of the picks. Just didn't, didn't work just out. Just didn't work out. And, that, that's and what it, happens. Does ha- it does it ha- happen. It's so frustrating when you're on the right yeah. side. It just never works. If you showed me those stats right there and yeah. you gave me 23 points, I would have taken that all day. So. Oh, it's so frustrating. And then, I mean, even just, you know, bring, speaking of, uh, you know, red zone efficiency, it was, you know, I'm betting a little Tuesday night Mac and uh, – what was the team that had like six field goals yesterday? Was it Eastern Michigan? Oh, Eastern Michigan, six field goals, five field goals and a touchdown. Five field goals and a touchdown, and like their longest field goal is like thirty-seven yards, meaning they're kicking field. Their average field goal was like kicked from like the ten-yard line, and the over/under was like fifty-one. Yeah, I took the I was over just, in Eastern Michigan. I'm like, what are we? What are we doing? Like, just score. Just score, score, you're on the one touch, and a half. Score touchdown. Go for it. Like, <laughs> oh my, I was just. That's why each coach, each coach should have a gambler on the sidelines, being like, "No, it's a good time to take some points. We need it to cover." Yeah, we we could use some points. The overs looking a little, yeah, a little lack. But all right, let's get into it. Since you have a Thursday night game, why don't you take the uh, first? Yeah, so uh, I'm getting into a little Thursday night, and we are recording this on Wednesday. But uh, I'm taking Louisville minus twenty. 
Um, I like I like the way Louisville played last week. I mean, they beat the living crap out of Syracuse. Uh, it was forty-one to three, and they were three and a half point favorites. And Duke just isn't good. Um, Duke Duke has yet has not covered in their last four games, and all four of those games were double digit dogs. Um, I mean, they've played some some good teams, but I mean, they've they're giving up on average the last four games forty nine points. Love it. So their offense is average. Other than putting up twenty nine against Pitt, they've gotten shut out seven points and seventeen points. So I see this being a, a four touchdown game. Louisville continues to roll. It's late in the year. Louisville has something to play for. They're still needing a win for a uh, bowl, and Duke is not possible to be bowl eligible. So I just see Louisville just being the better team on a Thursday night. Even though it's at Duke, uh, I don't see how this is a contest. Yeah, I, the only thing that worries me are those Thursday night games when teams aren't used to playing on Thursday night. Yeah. That's the only thing that scares me. 20 points is big on the road. and I just it, love their quarterback. Um, Cunningham. Yeah, Cunningham. I mean, he's He literally a, carries that team. He carries that team. And I just think it gets bad defenses. I, can, I just picture like if like Michael Vick were to come play flag football, it's like me and you trying to chase oh, yeah. him. That would be I mean, Duke. That's Duke's defense play, trying to exactly. Cover and I mean, the, and their defense doesn't even put up a, a an effort against anybody. So I don't I don't see how they don't score at least forty points. And I'd be shocked if Duke scores yeah. three touchdowns. So. so all right, I'm gonna go. My pick is I'm taking one of the best passing offenses against one of the worst passing defenses in college and the team total over. I'm taking Ohio State over 42 points. They are arguably maybe the best passing offense. Who do they play? Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State. Michigan State gave up 590 yards passing to Purdue. Did they really? It was like 505 yards. It was over five yards passing. I will say this. I think CJ Schrott is going to put up that. Like he could easily put up five, six touchdowns. Chris Olave is going to have a day. This is the best receiving core arguably in football. Easily. And they have a, they love to pass the ball. And they're just going to exploit this team. And Michigan State literally can't stop the pass. They made McNamara look like an All-American. Yeah. You know, so. My I, only, yeah, my only concern with just the team total is, like, if Michigan State can control the ball and run the ball effectively. But I still, they're, Ohio State is such a big play, fast-paced offense that, like, they should have. I mean, you, they they had what forty five at half they last had, week. Against would they, they it forty five at half, and they had like I think it was like sixty points. So they and they're going to try to because they still have to leapfrog or they're trying to still leapfrog Oregon until Oregon loses. They're going to have to put up these 50, 50 yeah. 60 point games to make it be like, hey, at the end of the year, we're better than Oregon. Yeah. Um. So that's what I like. I also think that uh, I the spreads twenty in this game, which is very high because I could see Michigan State still scoring a bit. Yeah, there's offense yeah. still. Still offers pretty good, good and it, and if it is somewhat close, if it is 35-28, like late in the fourth, Ohio State's going to score. Say they're up 10. I still, still think they're going to try to score to go up 17. They're still going to try to pour it on them. So, and again, one of the worst passing defenses. Yeah, uh, what's the, the total in that game? 66, I believe. It's like forty-two, twenty-two, yeah. or something. Ohio like that. State will put theirs up. It'll be. It'll, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what. That's Michigan why State I can do. But also, Ohio State could score fifty-five. It could be fifty-five oh, yeah. in coverage, right? Yeah, so. for sure. All Absolutely. Right. Um, my next game, I'm taking Wake Forest plus four and a half. Um, Clemson. There. I mean, obviously, they're just not that great this year. They're still seven and three, which is respectable. Um, but they're two, two and uh, two and eight against the spread. But I just think Wake Forest offense is is legit. They've scored at least forty five points in their last five games. Now, obviously, Clemson's going to be one of the better defenses they play. But I just think they're going to put up points, and I don't think Clemson's offense 
is going to be able to match that. I know Wake Forest defense is not good, but Clemson's I, offense is also not good. Yeah, but Clemson's offense they, is so, not they good. don't put up points against anyone. Really. Yeah, I mean, mean UConn last they, week. But yeah, like, but then the week before they won two games, but they put up thirty points against Florida State and thirty against Louisville, which aren't even great defenses. I don't know. I just think Wake Forest could overwhelm them. Clemson's without uh, Ross for the rest of the year, I believe. Or and uh, Wake Forest is, I mean, just as good as Pitt. Let's call. It, I think. Yeah. I, mean, Pitt, I think Pitt might be favored that game, but and Pitt just handled Clemson. They. So, yeah, I, so I, I, I like think, the pick. I, I think you know, and also I'm, a, you know, it's at Clemson, but I think it's it's a Wake Forest team that should be confident going in there because they know this isn't a great Clemson team. Um, if and I they're did, still, if I they, trust they, the team, they still lead the ACC because that game they lost to against UNC was a non-conference game. Technically, yeah, it was on the other side. Yeah, yeah. no, it was a non-conference. It wasn't on the other side. It was just a non-conference game. They wanted to play each other this year, so they just scheduled oh, yeah. it. So that's they, that. They're still undefeated ACC play. So if they want to go to the ACC championship, championship, they have to win this game. Yeah, and I just think if I was, a, I mean, I think uh, Harmon, he's the real deal. He should be, and he is in the Heisman conversation, but he should be there in New York City. So I like Wake Forest plus four and a half. All right, I'm going to go to another ACC. Someone that's not, I wouldn't say favorite to win the Heisman, but up there and, you know, I finished fifth. Um, that's Kenny Pickett. And I'm taking no. the over in the UVA pit game of 66. I like it. UVA puts up a ton of points. ton of Pitt points. Their quarterback's very good. Pitt, they both play fast. Defenses are pretty mediocre. Um, Pitt's defense is a little better, but I like I like the over of 66 in this game. Pretty straightforward. Both Pretty straightforward. Sling the ball, play yeah. fast. It was weird. I, I will say it was weird. Last game of Pitt, they put up like, like 17-0, like 10 minutes into the game against UNC. And I'm like, holy moly, they're going to go for 70. And then they like did nothing the rest of the game. It was very strange. I don't know what they happened. They did that against like, we took we took Pitt one time this week uh, before where they just like refused, against Duke. They just refused to score. Then they put up like 14 points in like yeah. a minute and a half. It's like, it oh, very, there's a cover. Very weird. But no, I, I like the pick. I mean, UVA puts up points too. I think it's a great pick overall. And, and Pitt, I think after last week, I think he kind of learned the lesson there. But um, my next pick, I'm taking Minnesota minus seven. Uh, Minnesota's kind of been hot and cold all year. Like they have really good games and they like absolutely lay an egg out of nowhere. They are coming off of two losses. Lost to Illinois, or yeah, Illinois two weeks ago, which was I don't know, mind-boggling. Um, and then lost to Iowa. But it's not really that I love Minnesota here. It's just that I think Indiana is garbage, and Indiana just got run out of the stadium at home against Rutgers, thirty-eight to three. And Rutgers is not good. Like they start out the year strong, we're like, oh man, maybe this team's going to be good. And then they like lost like five straight games, and it was just. I, I have team total. Team total. Well, they've we, covered. They covered. They, that, that, that's they fine. Covered. I had them before. I, I know. It's great. But Rutgers still isn't a good team. Like, they beat up on a lot of bad teams early in the year to help get them there, which is is new for Rutgers. Like, that's not like a like a, they do that every year. So, they are taking steps in the right direction. But Indiana, I still don't – I mean, I just – they've given up. Uh, they just look terrible. They've lost by just – I mean, the last – only close game in the last uh, month and a half was Maryland, which – isn't good either so yeah no it's, it's it's a solid pick i'll say this my team total overs i'm officially the worst i can do is four one and one so if okay. bc doesn't lo- win the last two louisville's gonna all back with a push but if louisville lose one the next they won't lose a duke but kentucky that's five and one if bc you know wins this week and wins next week then they're they they hit the over so the worst i can do is four one and one so at least i had that going for me yeah you have something going for you <laughs> yeah something uh my next pick is i'm going with the best team from the state of texas 
UTSA. UTSA. Absolutely. The Roadrunners, the best team in football in I the state of Texas. We you know we didn't talk about this, but good for Kansas. I mean, that oh, is yeah, unbelievable. Love, love it. That's unbelievable. A walk-on who never played you, one snap on offense see, catches. Did you see that he's got some NIL? Uh, Apple, Applebee's. Applebee's. I love it. Someone commented, it was like, he, oh, he's got the steak with the Oreo shake. Oh, he's, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. Good I mean, for him. Obviously, that's why you love college football, too, is because of, like, obviously, you get these big upsets, which that should never happen. Kansas sucks. Oh, that's another one to hit for the over. Because it was oh, like a Kansas, push. Yeah. yeah, Kansas had yeah. over a win. But it's just crazy <laughs> to me because, like, I mean, holy moly. Texas, so Texas announcing they're leaving the Big 12, and then they're just getting worked by the worst team. That's our first Kansas, like, first road conference win in, like... A thousand th- days. Yeah. No, longer than that. It was, like, uh, 10 seasons. It's the first time they've ever won in Austin. Think oh, about yeah. that. In the history in of the their history. football program. And they first were good they, for, like, a couple years. They went, like, 10-1 and one They one went year. to the Orange Bowl. They're number two in the country. Went in like, 07 year where every yeah. number two team lost. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Te- Texas is in a... Texas is in a bad spot because they're going to the SEC and the teams in the SEC are a lot better than they, what the Big 12 I mean, has. you got to look at it like, obviously, I think Texas started the year so strong. I think Oklahoma broke them that game. Oh, yeah. They broke them. I don't know what happened. But you look at it like the only games each year that you can really count on is like Vanderbilt and maybe Missouri. Yeah. And Missouri's better than Kansas. Oh yeah, and Vanderbilt's better. better than Kansas too. Yeah, so, they, so it'll be interesting. I, I obviously imagine you know, them having to play Florida, Georgia, and Alabama all in one season. Yeah, I mean they're n- all right. N- next year, I'm taking Texas. If well, are they in the SEC next year? Or one no, I think it's two years. All right, well, I'm taking their team total under in the future. All right, but anyways, UTSA is playing UAB um, minus four and a half. I like UTSA. They have the best running back, the best I like team, UTSA, undefeated. Just in general, all I right. just think they're a good team. I think they're just not talked about just because it's UTSA, but yeah. I love them. I think they're a legit team. Um, they let, you know, they have just good. They win handily every single week. UAB is a, a it will be a formidable opponent for them, but yeah. I don't see it, the fact that it's less than a score. I, yeah. I love it. Great call. My, uh, my next pick, I'm taking uh, Michigan minus 14 against Maryland. Um, I just, this is another pick. I do think Michigan's, you know, pretty pretty good team overall. Um, I think, you know, obviously little little meltdown there in uh, East Lansing, but other than that, I just don't think Maryland's very good. You're talking about a team that's three and seven against the spread. Um, they lost last week by 19 to Michigan State, and even though Michigan State beat Michigan, I do think Michigan is better than Michigan State. Lost by 17 to Penn State. Um, their only win was by three against Indiana, which we've established is not, not a, good a good team. team. Lost by 18 to Minnesota. Lost by like 344 to Ohio State. I mean, they're just yeah, they're not playing. They're well. just not good. Uh, Maryland started out the year strong, and then Iowa broke them and showed them everyone their true colors. And they turned the ball like 12, yeah. 12 times. And so I just think Michigan handles this pretty easy. Michigan still has an outside shot in the college football playoff. They know they can't slip up, and uh, you know I think they they realize they need to. Hopefully, they're not looking ahead to next week no because i still think they think they have they have to win handily handily each week yeah. and win out against ohio state and or actually win against ohio win state out and win the big 10 and yeah and their strengths match up really well with maryland's strengths and they're just better like their defense is a lot better than maryland's yeah. offense and maryland's offense is like i think rutchinson what's the name adley rutchinson or the, the the end outside linebacker oh yeah yeah he's Hutchinson. yeah he's like he's supposed to be like number two overall yeah, and, and I, I think, think he's gonna have like four sacks. I think. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see how 
how uh, this is is less than a two score game. So that's my that's All my right. pick. My next pick, I'm taking it because I watch this team a lot because of you. We know, but it also gets me nervous. I'm taking Wisconsin minus nine. They're playing um, Nebraska. It's, is it in? It's in Madison. In Madison. In Madison. In Madison. Here's the thing. Normally. Um, Nebraska plays really well against good teams. They keep them close. They're always close games, right? When they have played like a good team, Michigan, they played well. Ohio State, they played Oklahoma, they played well. But Wisconsin is quietly a good the team. guy, the, t- the team that we thought they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah. If you think about it, they beat them. They lost to Penn State, and Penn State did nothing that game. They just fumbled like three snaps. And inside the red zone, they just they, they had chances. I think they had two turnovers inside the red zone and missed field goal. That's nine points. They lose by like three. So I, I really think that that's um, Wisconsin's offense is playing a little better now. Have they played many teams? No, but they did smack up Purdue the week later. I mean, they're they're not allowing more than like ten points a game, and they're putting up 30, 40 points. I know which which and now is. I'm just so shook because this over under is the lowest of Nebraska's. By what is far. it? It's at forty two. And I'm like, can is is what I asked myself. So I mean, Wisconsin's held held their last three opponents to seven, three, and seven points. And one of them was Purdue. No, and then Purdue yeah. to thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. But then part of me is like, Nebraska's offense is better than all three of those teams. Maybe not Purdue. Maybe not Purdue. Correct. Maybe not Purdue. I would say about equivalent, though. Yeah, but, but Purdue equivalent. was coming off that big win against Michigan I State. Know, so it was 42. I love the over here. Yeah. I love it. You going to add it? I mean, I mean I'm not going to put in my pick six, but I'm definitely taking it just because for me, I I do believe Nebraska's best linebackers out for the year, uh, Gifford. And um, I mean, I do think Wisconsin puts up 30 points. I just think Nebraska can score a couple of points. Like, I don't think yeah. Nebraska's, like, dead in the waters here. Yeah. I, as long as, I think as long as Wisconsin scores 30 points, they cover this game. Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. I, I don't think, know if Nebraska's uh, scoring 21 points. I don't think they're scoring three touchdowns. No, I yeah. agree. That's But Nebraska's defense is good, too. They are like, good. They're, I mean, they, they, you're talking about a team that put Ohio State in check. Um, Frosch just fired... Um, the offense coordinator. Yeah, the whole offensive staff's gone. So it's, it's one of two things happens in this situation. They fire the staff, and then um, the team just because they have less people there prepping the guys, they don't they don't come prepared. Or Frost is just taking over as a play caller, and maybe I think he's been play calling. Oh, you think so? Actually, I don't no, um, taking over as a play caller, and uh, he he results back to like the UCF days where they're actually like rolling and stuff and maybe they catch him off I'm guard. I'm so shook on but, Nebraska this year. It's just upsetting. Yeah. But I'm taking Wisconsin minus nine. I like it. Unfortunately, I do like that pick. Um, my next pick I'm taking, I'm going with UCLA minus three. Um, they opened up his dogs. I think it was like a half point, but they play USC. I just don't think USC is good. UCLA is not who we thought they were the first couple of weeks of the year. What's their record right now? They're six and four. Um, Over under was only seven wins. Yeah, but early in the year, you're like DTR Heisman, Chip Kelly is going to have this thing like a well-oiled machine. I and, they're going to be. And they weren't. They weren't that. They on their offensive line. I know. You're good. telling me how like their offensive linemen are like old enough to be my dad and stuff. It was crazy, but. They're just they're not that good, but they're better than USC. Um, you know they did. They're in the last five games. They their two losses are to the two teams in the um, 
Pac-12 that are bigger than better than them, and it was Oregon and Utah, and one of those uh, was at Utah, and they barely lost by Oregon at home. So I love UCLA. I think this is a landslide win. Um, also, I, it's at USC, right? Yeah, and there's no home field advantage there. No None. home field advantage. U- USC like ver- never sells out. Um, it's typical like LA. Yeah. And and they're also not like UCLA's traveling that far. It's down the road. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just don't think there's really going to be a huge. Um, yeah, I mean neither team are like playing in the uh, Pac-12 championship. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm guessing Oregon and Utah got to have it close to locked up at this point. Yeah, I think it doesn't matter if you. I think Utah's to lose their next two, two. games. Yeah, and UCLA's got to win their next two, and I don't know who yeah. UCLA plays next, but but just to the point, I just U, USC just hasn't beat any of any teams that are decent. They beat Arizona by seventeen, they beat Colorado by like twenty three, but then they lost to ASU by double digits, Notre Dame by double digits, Utah by double digits. I think any good team they play has yeah. their way with them. All right, I'm gonna go with all right. Let me ask you a question: who's who's the best team in the Big Twelve? You think? The best team in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State. I do like that. That's correct. That's the right answer. Who's the second? <laughs> Completely opinion-based <laughs> question. Nope, no, it's fact. That's fact. <laughs> Who's the second best team, would you think? Nebraska in 2009. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I would probably say Baylor. Baylor. Guess what they are? A pick them right now. Against? Against TCU. TCU? Yeah. Who? No, 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 no. Baylor's playing K-State. I mean, Kansas. Yeah, sorry, Kansas State. Sorry, at Kansas State. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Kansas State. You're right. No wonder you're not winning your bets. You don't even know who you're betting no, against. No, it's probably better that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to overthink it. <laughs> They're both, they are both purple. They're per- yeah. They're both purple. We'll give them that. Yeah. One's a frog. And one's what? <laughs> one's a Kansas State wildcat. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um... But it has to be from the great state of Kansas. Yes. Not, yeah, not, not anywhere else. Yeah, not, not Nebraska, yeah, Wildcats. Yeah, it's correct. insane. All right. Um, Keep going. Where, where you're going. They are a pick them, and they're a better team. I know they had that slip up, um, but I do like Baylor in this. I still think that – who was their first loss to? I'm trying to draw I'm trying to blank. Baylor? Right yeah. Wasn't it Iowa State? Did they – Iowa State? At, at Iowa it? State? Wasn't it? I can't remember exactly. They have two losses, but I still think – with the way the 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 Big Twelve is going, they have it. Oklahoma State lost the Oklahoma, best team, team in the Big Twelve. Yep, and then who is their other loss to last week? Or they two, lost to TCU. TCU, which that's why I was getting ago. confused. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, there's still an outside chance if they win out, they could get into the Big Twelve because championship. O- championship because Oklahoma supposed to play Oklahoma State uh, and everything. So I still think there's an outside chance. Um, and Baylor beat who? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So they have the tiebreaker. So there is a chance. So I think they're going to go out. They're going to, they have to win this game. Yeah. Um, so, and it's a pick them. So that's, you know, you're getting a top 15. Just team. taking the better team. Yep, here. Just taking the better I, team. I know. I know. Like I'm, I'm with you, but K state is rolling, man. Like they are, I mean, they're playing nobody, but they've covered their last four. Um, West Virginia, Kansas, TCU, Texas tech, nobody good, but it's, I, I think this, We'll see. I don't know. I the always... best defense they're going to face is this Baylor defense. Yeah. The only thing I'm thinking is a letdown spot after that Oklahoma, yeah. but they know if they win out yeah. and Oklahoma beats uh, no, Oklahoma State. Be yeah. I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, this has got to be the best game of the Big 12 of the weekend. I think it's it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I haven't watched any K-State football, but I have watched a little bit of Baylor. I think Baylor's legit. I think they're a good team. I, I completely agree with the pick. If As a betting man, I'm taking Baylor this weekend. It's not my pick six, but 
I mean. But this gives me vibes of like when Michigan State was just on the road uh, uh, and they were only getting three points. Similar with like yeah. the Oregons. Oregon's a top five team right now going on the road, getting three points to Utah. Utah's rolling right now. I think Utah's better than Kansas State. Um, or yeah. play a little better schedule, but it's like that that Oregon pick too is like it's not my pick six because it gives me like yeah no I if agree. you told me Oregon Utah who wins straight up I said Oregon it'd be close but Oregon and you're gonna yeah. give them three points like I would take that but this is that's what gives me vibes but at the end of the day it's just like don't think just throw yeah no I agree and and yeah no I, I like the pick all right your next um, my next pick it was gonna be Oregon but the more I look at it it's not I actually I mean I'm it, I will probably take them at the end of the day but. And I just do want to talk about this because this is a good game. Um, you know, Utah at home, they're good. I mean, they whacked UCLA. They whacked ASU at home. Um, beat the crap out of Stanford. I mean, I'm taking them. I just can't put them in my pick six. Uh, so I'm taking Oklahoma State minus 10.5 against Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech does have an interim coach. I know you love that. But Oklahoma State, man, I think they are so good. I think they're so undervalued. I mean, nine and one. They also, do. Texas State's coach has been interim for a couple of days. Yeah, it's not. Like it's, a new, it's not. New, it's not the yeah, yeah. next pick. Yeah, they're. I mean, although their coach, their new coach, you see who they hired this McGuire guy who high school yeah. like stu- he's gotten like he's gotten like f- a couple four stars to transfer yeah. like back out and commit there. He's going to be a problem. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But not this weekend. Not, not so fast. fast. I think Oklahoma State's defense is so – I love Oklahoma State's defense. Um, and the fact that their offense just put up 63 points. TCU's uh, defense sucks. But, I mean, I, I don't view Texas Tech – Texas Tech did just have a huge win. They played yeah. Iowa State, but I think Iowa State, like I – mean, you got you got Georgia, you got Michigan, you got Wisconsin. Who are some other good defenses? Clemson. Mm. Nebraska. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're like a they're good, good, bad team. But like Oklahoma State's like might be like a top five defense. They're I, very good. No, I I completely agree. I I think their defense is. Uh, I mean, they've shut down some very good teams. Um, I I like them here. It's at Texas Tech, but again, I just I want to take the better team. Ten and a half points. Would I love it at ten or nine and a half? Yeah, um, but I I do love that. And to the point, I am still taking Oregon plus three. But for my pick six, I'm taking Oklahoma State. Okay, my last pick is speaking of interim coaches is we're getting a new interim coach and I don't I don't think Barcelona's tracked this, but they they got me hooked on like three years ago. It was like no, it was like five years ago with Coach O. He would always like cover his like first two games as the interim coach. But they said it only works with like a defense or an offense or a tight end coach. It has to be a football guy. Let me tell you, Virginia Tech plus seven and a half, this guy is a football guy. He walks in the room, you're like, that's a football coach. Yeah. Looks like an offensive lineman. Looks mean. Looks mean. Looks like he's a raw, raw guy. Get yeah. the guy like running through walls. Oh, yeah. This is strictly, there are no stats. I don't know what offense he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to just punt every down and just play defense. He might. He might just do QB sneaks all the time. I don't know what he's going to do, but this is an interim plus seven and a half. We haven't had a dead mascot yet. We haven't had too many interim coaches. This guy is a football guy. U- USC fired Helton. They put like their corner cornerbacks coach. Guess what? They didn't cover by 20 points. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you, you always do an offensive line game. In. You get the guy that's most liked. Most liked. Most liked. That like just fires up guys. The, the Raiders like, coach he, he, he covered the first like three games and they're yeah. like, this is a run get in my foxhole. That's yeah. a foxhole guy. Yeah, I love this it. This guy's a foxhole guy. Who do they even play? I uh Miami. 
Floor State? Yeah. I don't know. I just heard interim. I saw the guy, and I said, I'm taking it. Plus seven so, and a half. To all our viewers and listeners out there, Scott doesn't know who the teams he's betting is playing against. We've found a trend this week. But maybe this is a new one. Maybe this is he's doing less research to be better. Sometimes you got to find little areas that will help you. Yeah, Miami at Miami. I said, yeah, yeah I was I right. Yeah, I mean, you second get when I said Miami, you kind of gave me a look, and well, I was like, well, Florida, Florida State. State, and I was like, oh, is it Florida State now? Yeah. There's. No, I uh, like it. I like the. I, th- I think it's a good play. Um, all right, those are our picks. Touchdown. I'll go. Alec has Louisville minus twenty, Wake Forest plus four and a half, Minnesota minus seven, Michigan minus fourteen, UCLA minus three, Oklahoma State minus ten and a half. I got the Ohio State team total over forty two, the over in the UVA pick game of sixty six. The best team in Texas, UTSA, minus four and a half. Wisconsin, minus nine. Baylor to win, to pick them. Virginia Tech, Foxhole, plus seven and a half. So do you think UTSA is better than Baylor? I actually think it would be a good game. I just was doing an insult to Texas. Okay, it was just more making fun of Texas. Yeah. yeah. You stink, Texas. Yeah, they stink. <laughs> Texas, ever since they're back, their winning percentage is like 54. Yeah, All right. It. All right, going to the NFL. NFL. Um, I'm riding with him until I'm proven wrong. I'm going against a trend, and I shared it with Scott last week. I know you mentioned it on one of the uh, lives, that a team that's coming off of a cover loses to a team who didn't cover the last game. Um, 43-13-1. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on a hell of a run. So if you're bet, if you're a trend, if you're on a trend bet, it's it's uh it's interesting, and I'm betting against that trend this week just because. I think New England is rolling. I'm taking them minus six and a half Thursday night football. It's a short week. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta just got absolutely pummeled. So basically, Atlanta didn't cover the Patriots. Did so the the, 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 the stats say better. Oh, we'll just give them all out. You should bet on Atlanta, the Browns, the Colts, the Jets, and the. You say the the Browns, Browns Colts, Jets, Falcons, and with the Jaguars, and. No, Jags, co- Jags no. covered. Uh, those so, are at least the yeah, four I know. Four. Um, the, the four I know, um, at least for now, if we remember the other one. Yeah. While well, I go over my pick. Um, yeah, so New England minus six and a half. Going against that trend, I just think New England's rolling. They've got me two victories in the last week, and uh, I just think that their defense is good. Their offense is clicking, and let's see, let's see if they're the real deal or not. All right, going with that trend, I'm taking the Browns minus 10. Coming off a... Uh, a whooping by the Patriots. It's at 11 and a half. Wow. I love throwing a good curveball in there That for stinks. You. I'm taking it. Trend still stands. Yeah, it, it, 11 and and the trend is based on, I think, closing lines. So, And um, if I recall, they Detroit tied. So they're all kind of like, well, they, yeah, they tied. and they So they covered that. The Browns are coming off a loss. I think Baker does a good job of rebounding while everyone while he's in everyone's doghouse. He comes back and puts up points. Oh yeah, Baker's um, like the the person like you're in the doghouse and he comes back. And he's Jeff you some Fisher. Love. It, you ever see the thing? Jeff Fisher. Did he lose? Yes. Is he below five hundred? He's Where's Jason he Garrett. He wins the next week. He's an eight yeah. and eight guy. Yeah, we eight love eight. him for it. That's good in Cleveland. That's eight great. Good. Make the playoffs. Yeah. So he's that. So I'm taking him. I like it. I like it. It'll be interesting to see how the trends work this week because I hate the trend for this week's picks. But my next pick, I'm taking uh, Green Bay minus two and a half. Uh, they're just the best team in football at covering at this point. They've covered every game other than week one, which was just getting wrecked by the uh, by the Saints. Um, their defense, I, I just don't know if they're the real deal or not, but they're playing really well. 
shut out the Seahawks. Seahawks, you know, they got Russell Wilson back. He's still banged up with that that finger, you know. But their offense, I think, is going to come back around. Rodgers didn't, you know, they're saying, oh, it was an off day for Rodgers. Well, he still threw for 300 yards. Um, he wasn't as sharp as he normally is, but he was. He didn't practice at all between the time, between the Cardinals game that was two weeks and three days ago and last week's game. So I, I like the uh, I like them to, to tighten it up and cover the two and a half on the road in Minnesota. I love it because A.J. Dillon's going to get the rock a lot. Oh, and he's, I will say, you know, as a Packers I, fan, I think A.J. Dillon looks better than Aaron Jones this year. I'll say this. For the first time that I can recall, I saw a team hit A.J. Dillon and have him not go forward after the contact. I've been watching his whole, like, every time I watch him, like, every time he gets hit, he yeah. always goes forward, even a yard or two, whether it's, a, he always gets hit and goes forward, they get knocked over. The first time was last week, when I saw him get hit, and he kind of went back, and I was like, Who was that's it? A, it's probably Bobby Wagner, though. Yeah, I mean, but no, I, just, I was just saying, like, this is the first yeah. time I've ever seen this kid, from high school to college, because he played at BC, my, like, he would, yeah. he, he just always gets hit and falls forward. So, I, it was the first time I ever, and I always would bring it up, it's the first time I've ever seen him happen. It's awesome. All right, my next pick. Sticking with the trend is uh, Colts plus seven at Buffalo. Um, the Bills are up and down now. Did they kill? Did they kill the Jets last week? Yeah, but everyone kills them. Um, I think the Colts, if they can literally just run the ball more with Jonathan Taylor, they will be all right to keep this within a score. But they have to continue to run him the ball. I don't care. It, sometimes they like. I don't know why they go. I, I don't know. It's just. Like the Eagles recently have just been running the ball. And guess what? They kind of been winning. They might be able to make the playoffs the next couple games if they could pull off some wins. So it's to me, it's just like Colts plus seven system play. Um, I didn't really like the board. I don't like the board. I kind of look for like systems. Last week, I literally thought I I really liked the plays. And uh, I kind of tried to bet on them and it didn't work. So nice. Colts plus seven at, uh, against Buffalo. So I'm torn here for my last pick. I'm. I love over. It's a lot of points for an NFL game, but I love over fifty-six. Yep. I already have it, so I can't take it. Nope. Wow. Told you that before. I wasn't listening to you like normal. Yeah. So I'll go into my last pick is the over in the Dallas Kansas City game of fifty-six. Uh, Kansas City, I think, kind of maybe figured it out. The year they won the Super Bowl, they started four and four, and they had a game where they mollywopped someone. Probably the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then they just went on a tear. So I think it's there. Um, I think they're going to play fast. Uh, Cowboys defense is all right, uh, but Kansas City's defense stinks, and the Dallas offense is awesome. I could see this being like a, a, a 35-31 game. Yeah, no, I like, completely agree. Like in the 60s. If this yeah. was in the 60s, I'd still take it probably. I mean, Yeah, and I just think that, I mean, the Dallas offense is good. I mean, their defense is pretty good too. But Kansas City's defense is so bad. Yeah, exactly. And even if the Cowboys score 28, the Kansas City's going to be trying to throw Kansas the ball. Or come throw the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just think, I think Kansas City's coming into it. Yeah, they had a great game, but... I'm still weary on on Kansas City. I want to see a little bit more, but I think this will be a big game for them, and uh, we'll really show show who they are. Um, but my next game, I am taking. Or I guess I'm I'm leaning towards, and I, I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to take Miami. Another against the system. Another against play. the system. Minus three is it still? It's at minus uh, three and a half. I and I don't. I'm I'm really indifferent on the board overall, but. Their defense really played well last week. They played well the week before against Houston. Not that playing well against Houston's impressive. But the Jets just give up so many damn points. It's 
impressive. Also, the Jets are starting Joe Flacco. Yeah, and, and that's why if they were starting Mike White, I would I would probably have taken the Jets. Mike White played well the very first game. He even played well against the Patriots. Um, and last and then was terrible. Stunk. He started out well against the Colts, and they got you, hurt. Do you think? Yeah, he started well against Colts. And do you think that they're playing Joe Flacco because? of Mike White's kind of playing well, the city of New York, the Jets fans are kind of like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Mike White, Mike, they're all talking about get yep. rid of Wilson, play think, Mike White, we love Mike White, and they just like, hey, he's not that good, we're going to play Flacco to get people to stop so that Wilson can kind of not have all this pressure on him. Has to. I think that's the only reason they have. That's why the system might not work this, go against that's this. Why, and that's why I'm, I'm and, I, and I said it to you before we got on the show, that's why I don't count this as a system play because it's a new quarterback into the system that's, it kind of throws things off. It's not the same yeah. team, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I could see there being a quick pull. If they pull Flacco and put White in, abort mission. <laughs> a cash the out. The Dolphins also have a good defense. Their defense is good. Yeah. I do think their offense isn't great. But the if there's a time, I mean, they're, guys, you look at the last uh, five games or four games, they've given up 45, 45, 31, 54. That's a lot of points in the NFL. Like, people don't realize, like, the NFL, you should give up less than 28 points a game on average. And they are trending in the wrong direction. I'll say this. If you could tell me that Miami Dolphins would score 45 points in a game against the Jets, I will put every ounce of money I have that they cover three points. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I, and actually, I'll even say this. If, if they can score 28 points, I yeah, with Joe Flacco at quarterback, yeah. I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, no and, way and the Jets Miami's, score. No way the Jets score. Brian Flores. 24. Brian Flores. I mean, he's done a decent job overall this year. Their record doesn't he, reflect it. He's done a good job. Their defense is good. They have some weapons on offense. They actually played well at the end of last year. They beat the Patriots. Yeah. Or, and then uh, they beat them in the first game of the year, even though the Patriots fumbled that game. I lost a lot cap, of money. A lot of money because I was trying to double up. I was trying to get back to Vegas out of Vegas, rebash part even. Um, yeah. But, I just, but <sighs> his problem is like this is the NFL when you miss on a quarterback badly. This is what happens. Is what when you have like, least, uh, if you're good, if you're just a good football team, like you're good offense, good defense, or very good defense, yeah. not great, but very good defense and good offense, and you just don't have a quarterback, you are a bad football team. It's you matter. have to have, in order to make up for a bad quarterback, you have to have an elite defense I or like even, some type of elite offensive. We haven't seen a actual team with a bad, and I'm going to say bad quarterback. Like I'm talking bottom five quarterback be relevant since probably the dominant Bears years in like the mid-2000s. Rex, Rex, Rex Grossman, Grossman and Trent Dilfer were the last yeah. two bad quarterbacks to play. I'll I mean, tell you I'm this. Saying, I mean, I'm saying you can be average. You can be like a 15 to 20th best quarterback and your team can make the playoffs, but without a quarterback that can like actually sling it. I'm going to say this. If the Patriots matter. make the Super Bowl, I'd say Mac Jones might be the worst quarterback to make a Super Bowl in the last 15 years since the Bears. Since, since Grossman, like, and yeah. he's not like a, he's been playing very well for them, but he might be the worst, like, like a rookie quarterback that's playing above average, might be the worst quarterback. But, that's but made. they have a great defense. Yeah, no, they have a great defense. That's yeah. just, the teams can't but get But he's it. still, I would still make, looking at the season stats, I would still say he's an average quarterback. Like, he's probably like, I mean, I don't even know statistic wise, but I'm sure he'll finish up anywhere from like 15 to 20th best quarterback. Yeah, I think he is. There's some no, there are some bad. There's some bad, bad quarterbacks. quarterbacks. He might, he might naturally just fall at like twelve because of how bad quarterbacks no, I'm, have been I'm playing. You, there's some bad. I mean, you look at. I mean, to to kind of wrap this up. I mean, you look at bad quarterbacks. I'm going to say, or who's had bad quarterback play to this point in the year? 
San Francisco's had bad quarterback play, right? Houston, Jets, Giants. Who else we got? Jaguars. Um, I mean, Panthers have had bad quarterback yeah, play. He's 14th in passing yards right now. Yeah. I mean, I saw a stat only, that only, out of, out eight of the, behind. Oh, but Dax also played the bye week. So, yeah, this is we'll have to wait a couple more weeks. Well, I would say this is is that I did see a stat this week that he has five. Mac Jones has five games of a pass rating over 100, and no other quarterback has rookie quarterback has one. So you look at all the rookie quarterbacks that are out there. I mean, and you're just like, holy moly. All right. So I do the quarterback rating to just see like sure. who's at the top. And it kind of, it kind of like faulty because it does. So it has Brian Hoyer who's thrown seven passes and has six and a touch. Right. So that doesn't count. Uh, Joe, Joe Flacco, Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots. And then Jacoby Brissett. because they like those two guys yeah. who touchdown passes is so funny. They have three backups, but all right, that wraps it up. Hopefully we, uh, we'll turn it around this week. Yeah. I, I did a lot. I'm sweating in this. We're in Chaz's basement now. Um, spare room i should say it's hot i'm sweating so hopefully that does i have your hat from the bachelor party so i'm trying anything to do well i love it hey let's have a week let's have a day